It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by Triple A Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-1. to Back in the win column, 30-20-4. and 64 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. And to, we, to help us break this one down, we head back up to the radio booth and bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dandu. Oh, well, we'll actually go downstairs to Robin Leonard as he addresses the media after the game. What's the kind of you know, like to see them kind of put that, you know, creativity and chemistry on display tonight. That was uh, awesome to see. I, I thought all of our lines played great today, uh, but their line, obviously, they, uh, Smitty put two in the net. Uh, uh, you know, they played together for a long time. Uh, and uh, we need, we all need to get going here now and string wins together. We need everyone and uh, uh, keep getting ready for the push down the road here. No, Chris. First time you've played with Jack in, in a, f- a few years, obviously, yeah. going back to your Buffalo days. Just what was that like to, to be on the ice with him again? No, I thought it was uh, uh, it was a fun moment for me, for sure. It's uh, really good having him here. Uh, I think, uh, um, you know, it's fitting in uh, very, uh, very nicely. Everything's, uh, you know, it takes some time. And uh, it, uh, it's just uh, fun to see him healthy and, uh, you know, being a hockey player again and, doing what he loves so uh, it was uh, definitely fun playing with uh, Jack today. Thanks Robin. We'll Thank have you. Riley Smith and Jonathan Marsh so up guys. next. That was uh, that was uh, Robin Leonard as he addressed the media after tonight's game and if we've got Dan Duva we'll go up to the radio booth and bring in the voice of the Golden Knights Dan Duva so we can uh, break down a 3-1 to one victory for the Vegas Golden Knights. Dan are you there? I certainly am. How are you Ryan? Uh, you know I'm doing well Dan uh, you, you look at this game for me uh, you know, the Golden Knights defended incredibly well. I'm going to start there. I know that we're going to chat about offense here in a minute and all that, but from from what I'm seeing over the from the Golden Knights in terms of their team game and defending over the last two games, Colorado included in that, I'm encouraged by what I'm seeing from the Golden Knights in their own end in really taking away clean chances for the opposition. The Sharks could not generate much, and part of that leads uh, I shouldn't say leads part of that is the result of the Knights neutral zone performance today there there were so few opportunities for the Sharks to even contemplate working the puck into the offensive zone when the Sharks are doing their thing you see Brent Burns with the puck he's doing all kinds of stuff and getting his shot off and you know he had the one the one time that he did get uh, a shot attempt early on it was blocked and it led to the goal the other way out into Colasar after Colasar blocked it and then he did get one shot on goal shortly thereafter. He got one in the final minutes of the game. But there was not much from Burns in that department. And again, the Sharks just did not have a ton of offensive zone opportunities in this game because the Knights were so good in the neutral zone. How do they do that? Well, the reality is the Sharks are a thin team. They've got a lot of young players, uh, a lot of rookies. And while Bob Bugner knows what <laughs> Pete DeBoer is trying to do, yeah. uh, it just seemed to me that for the Golden Knights, they uh, for they were they could overmatch the sharks in that department today. You've got to have you got to know what the sharks are doing. Excuse me, you got to know what the Golden Knights are doing with the neutral zone strategy. It's kind of like a you know a, a basketball team that plays a two three zone. If if you know what if you know what's going on with a two three zone, 
you can handle it, but most teams don't see a 2-3 zone very often. So it doesn't work. <laughs> so it just seemed to me that you had some Sharks players that couldn't quite handle what the Knights were doing in the neutral zone today. Now, from an offensive perspective, the Golden Knights spent a ton of time in the offensive zone, and most of two of the three goals for Vegas came off the rush. How how can the Golden Knights find more offense in terms of finishing with their in-zone offensive scheme? Yeah, well, that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> they, 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 the good news is they had it today. Yeah. They, they were more, um, more demonstrative in creating those offensive zone possessions and moving the puck around and keeping it away from the Sharks and while some teams are going to be more proactive in keeping the Knights along the boards and you know really challenging every pass that's made, the Knights sort of had their way, but we're looking for maybe the perfect scoring opportunity. Yeah, and and it's it's again to use a basketball analogy, it's like they kind of collapsed around their net a little bit, uh, and, and so I, I I think that some of it is mindset. When you uh, when you're feeling it and you're being um, you know more confident in your scoring ability, we saw it. You know, it was the second goal, Smith from Carlson and Marcia. So that was the result of being in the right place in the offensive zone and capitalizing. Whereas, let's say with the Stevenson Eichel Dodonov line, they had plenty of offensive zone possessions. They were passing the puck, they were grinding away, but they never really threatened. So. Again, maybe it's just those guys haven't played together very much. Or maybe, you know, I mean, Dodonov has no points in 13 games. You know, Eichel is still trying to find his footing. Today was his sixth game, and so on and so on. So there, there are probably a variety of reasons. But, uh, but they, uh, really all of the lines today, mm-hmm. managed to create offensive zone time. You know, and, and that's kind of the last one I want to touch on here is, is specific to Jack Eichel. You've seen a couple of games now with Dodonov and Stevenson. Um, you, you can't split the misfits up at this point, right, because that's a line that's going right now for the Vegas Golden Knights. So how do you find or, or do you think there needs to be another look on that line with Jack Eichel in finding the right fit? You don't want to pull the plug quite yet because yeah. the other lines are doing quite well. Yeah, right. And, and, you know, it's not to say that Stevenson, Eichel, and Dodonov were bad. They weren't. It's just that you would expect a line, a top line, to actually score or create some high-danger chances. Uh, the other three lines, obviously uh, the, the third line, well, didn't have any points today. It was the fourth line, Kolasar's goal. And then the second line, uh, Marcia, So Carlson, and Smith that got the last two. So I, I don't think you'd pull a plug on it because I don't know that anybody is going to be returning to the lineup, either Pacioretty or Stone or Patrick, among the three injured Knights forwards, or Yanmark. I forgot about Yanmark, excuse me. Mm-hmm. It sounds like none of them are going to be in the mix to come back. So I probably wouldn't pull the plug on it yet. Maybe give those three guys t- a little bit more time because it, it seems, uh, who knows, but it seems like there might not be any reinforcements. So you might as well give them a little bit of a run here. Maybe they can figure something out. Well, Dan, thank you so much for jumping on the AAA Insurance Post Game with me. We will chat with you on Thursday. Have a great night. Thanks, Ryan. You too. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, as we break down a 3-1 to win for the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll take a break. We'll be back with the AAA Insurance Post Game show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-1. to The final score here from T-Mobile Arena, the Vegas Golden Knights. Improved to 30-20-4 on the year, 64 points, third place now in the Pacific Division, and there's going to be movement in the standings pretty much every single day that the Vegas Golden Knights play, and more or less every every day that they don't. So all you can do is control what you can control. The Golden Knights can control the games that they play, the games that that they can get a result on. So, you know, you, you look at this one, it's a step in the right direction, it's in the win column once again for the Vegas Golden Knights and its career win number 500 for head coach Pete DeBoer. So uh, cross that milestone off the list and now you can get just focus on the remaining 28 games of the year for the Vegas Golden Knights and what needs to be done in those games for Vegas to secure a playoff spot. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights and it appears, right, that uh, you'll be without Max Pacioretty for a while. You'll be without Matthias Janmark for a while. You know Mark Stone's out on LTIR. No Nolan Patrick. No Alec Martinez. And yet the Golden Knights are, are starting to kind of turn the page in, in terms of how they're playing. And that, to me, is, is the important aspect to pull out of this game because I don't view this game as a one-off. I, I know it's a one-off because of the result, right? Because the Golden Knights had struggled to find two points. They had struggled to find wins. But this game tonight was really close to what you got out of Vegas against Colorado on Saturday night. The only difference, the only difference is the result. The only difference is the Golden Knights got three goals first, right? Like that's, that's really it. That's the only difference. Uh, for me, you hold a team to five high danger chances in a 60 minute game with only one power play opportunity in the entire game. Like, that's how you need to defend. And and I think for me, like, the offense, the goal scoring, all those things, I get why that can make some people uncomfortable. I do. I get why you want to see more. I get all that. I do. But I'm encouraged by how the Golden Knights are defending right now because that's the most important aspect of the game. If Vegas can replicate what they've done the last two games on the defensive side of the puck... And that's without arguably your best defensive forward in in the game in Mark Stone, then like I'm I'm telling you right now, that's where the Golden Knights are going to really see improvement. That's where they're going to be able to string wins together. That's the bread and butter for this team. It's in finding ways to win hockey games from a defensive aspect. These three one, two one, nail biter type situation games are the ones that you're going to need to win in the playoffs. And, like, I don't want to hear the, well, you got to get there first. Golden Knights have been able to do that every single season that they've been in the NHL. I, I see no reason to push back too hard or believe that's not going to be the case for Vegas this year. And I think if they're going to go on a run, it's going to be on, it's going to be on their ability to defend, and that's what you saw tonight from the Vegas Golden Knights. They defended, they defended well, and that is an extension from what they did the other night against the Colorado Avalanche. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-1. Vegas 30-20-4, and 64 points, third place in the Pacific Division. Take on the Boston Bruins. Thursday, 6 o'clock puck drop, 5 o'clock pregame, so a little bit earlier start on Thursday against Boston, but for the Golden Knights, it's a game in which they get back into the win columns. Take a look at the highlights in the game. Uh, we go back to the first period, and it didn't take Vegas long to open the scoring. It's Keegan Colasar ripping a one-timer home to give Vegas an early lead. Howden starts it out, maybe a three-on-one. Right side, Howden comes in with Colasar, got it to him, he scores! <laughs> Keegan Colasar's sixth of the year from Brett Howden at 216 of the first period give the Golden Knights a one to nothing lead. It would stay that way going into the second period. It's the Sharks getting themselves right back in the game early in the second when a broken play leads to Noah Gregor's game-time goal. Kimmick works it along into the corner. Cogliano centered score. Deflected puck found by Gregor right side of the crease. Two minutes into the second, the Sharks have tied it one and one. Noah Gregor's third of the year from Nick Bonino and Andrew Cogliano at 1.53. The second period ties the game at one. The Golden Knights midway through the period would need a spark and they got one in the form of a vintage Misfits transition goal. It's Riley Smith giving Vegas a 2-1 to lead. Here's Marcheseau cruising into the middle. Smith scores! Another transition goal for the Knights. This time it's Marcheseau to Smith. 2-1 to Vegas with six minutes to go in the second. Riley Smith, his 15th of the year from Jonathan Marcheseau and William Carlson, 13-56 of the second period, gives Vegas a 2-1 lead. The game would stay 2-1 going into the third period, and it's Riley Smith getting his second goal of the game just five minutes into the third period to give Vegas a two-goal lead. Turns and puts it down the slot, tipped in front, they score! Marcheseau to Carlson! And the Knights take a 3-1 lead. Riley Smith at the side of the goal got the touch from Carlson. Puts it right into the get, into the open net. Vegas has a two-goal lead. Riley Smith, his second of the game, 16th of the year from William Carlson and Jonathan Marcheseau at 4.45 of the third period. Makes it 3-1 Vegas. Then, late in the third period, the San Jose Sharks would pull their goaltender. They'd finally get some pressure on Robin Leonard, and Robin would make our AAA insurance save of the game. It's in the corner again. Centering try, saved by Leonard. Quick stick in front. Reedy couldn't get it by. Now an empty net try, wide left from Marcheseau. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So it's 3-1, late in the game. All that was left in this one for the Vegas Golden Knights was the final call. Robin Leonard will look to his left. They drop the puck. It's a stalemate. Knights get it. And now it's over for sure. Vegas 3, San Jose 1. The 500th coaching victory in Pete DeBoer's NHL career. 
Win number 500 in the career of head coach Pete DeBoer. The Golden Knights, 30 wins on the year, 64 points, third place in the Pacific Division. You know, for me, it was a game in which the Golden Knights defended incredibly well. You, you, you just need to look at what the shots looked like for the San Jose Sharks. Four shots in the first period, six shots in the second period, and thir- in seven shots in the third period, most of which came uh, with the empty net for San Jose, the extra attacker on the ice. That's really the only and the, the, the best, strongest, whatever the word you want to use, push of the night came from San Jose. Five on five, they didn't really have an answer for the Vegas Golden Knights. And certainly it was it was a game in which I think the Golden Knights dominated most facets, if not all facets of the game. And that's kind of what you wanted to see from Vegas. I, I can understand wanting more goals. In fact, I think the Golden Knights probably should have had more goals in this game. The third, the first period, I thought Vegas was dominant, dominant. James Reimer was really good. There were a couple of point-blank backdoor saves that he had to make to keep that just a one-goal game going into the second period. And then, you know, Zach Sachenko gets into the game. Reimer leaves with a lower-body injury, and I don't know that in the second period the Golden Knights did enough to test Sachenko. I really don't. Now, in fairness, the Golden Knights had the puck the entire second period. I mean, legitimately had the puck in the offensive zone the entire second period. However, you just didn't get the sense that the Golden Knights were going to be able to find the play that would lead to another goal until the Misfits get in transition. Now, the big question, I think, moving forward for the Golden Knights the rest of the season is what does their in-zone offense look like and how does it create goals? The second Riley Smith goal is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. You have to cycle the puck, you have to go at some point low to high, and then you've got to get players to the front of the net. And that goal happens, and it works because you've got Carlson and you've got Smith in a line in front of the net, and you've got options for where the puck can go once it gets there. And it's a double deflection, and it's one of those situations where, you know, against Colorado, that play happens, and it goes off Riley Smith's stick and into someone's skate. And that's the difference in a game. Here tonight, for whatever reason, it went in for the Golden Knights. And those are the types of plays where you start to look at it and you say objectively, okay, if, if the Golden Knights start getting some of these plays to work in their favor, they're going to start to win some hockey games, all that being good all that being well. I'm telling you right now, because I got a lot of flack for talking about process versus results. I got a lot of flack about talking about how I thought the Golden Knights played a great game against Colorado. I thought they were the better team through 60 minutes. And even though they didn't get the result, they deserved the win. And no moral victories. I understand all that. I get it. But what I said in that post-game show, what I've said since then is that if the process is the same, meaning if the Golden Knights play the way that they did against Colorado, against most any team in the league, wins will come. The results will follow the process. Tonight, the result followed the process. Tonight, the result for the Golden Knights was just. It was right. Because, quite frankly... The San Jose Sharks did not belong on the same ice tonight as the Vegas Golden Knights. They just 
were overmatched in so many different facets. Now for Vegas, the, the real challenge here is dialing in this game night in and night out. Because while the Golden Knights did a really good job early on in the year of getting themselves into first place in the Pacific Division, of winning games and finding points, the process never really matched the results, at least not for prolonged periods of time. They would win games on the strength of their goaltending. They would win games that perhaps they shouldn't have based on some weird bounces. You make your own luck, all that. But if the Golden Knights are going to go on a run here, given where you're at in the season, given how good teams are because they've had so much buildup to this point, it's going to need to be because they're playing well. The process is important. Period, full stop, the process matters most. Because if the process is good, the results will follow. And it's not going to follow every time, but it will follow more often than not and that's the important thing for the Golden Knights and that's what if you're a fan you should be encouraged by from this win and the game against Colorado even though the Golden Knights didn't get two points we're back to wrap it up next on the AAA insurance post game show presented by Dollar Loan Center this is the Vegas Golden Knights radio network We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-1. The final score, head coach Pete DeBoer picks up his 500th career win. And uh, we we didn't get Pete on the, on the radio, but here's a, a quote from Pete DeBoer. It's nice that this was the 500th win because this was a Pete DeBoer type of win. We didn't give them much. Uh, you look at the the overall statistics for the Vegas Golden Knights in this game, 31-17. to 17, Vegas wins the edge, edge in shots on goal. Shot attempts 50-31 to 31 Vegas. Scoring chances, 27-10, to 10, not a typo. 27 to 10 high danger chances at five on five 11 to five if the golden knights are able to live in that in that range right if you're able to limit teams high danger chances to somewhere in the ballpark of five to seven chances a game the golden knights are going to go on a run i'm just telling you that right now they're going to go on a run because defense is how this team wins hockey games defense is the blueprint and you hear it right there from pete DeBoer. This is exactly what you want the Golden Knights to be. And it might not be the most exciting. It might not pull you out of your seats every single time, though. I'm, I'm telling you, if, if you didn't get excited about Riley Smith's first goal, the plays in the neutral zone from the Golden Knights to get that opportunity, um, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't, really. Uh, but for me, like, this is one of those games where the Golden Knights played to their new identity. You get a fourth-line goal. From Keegan Colasar, and it's a beautiful one. I mean, Brett Howden, that's a beautiful pass. A little bit of sauce on it. Colasar has to adjust mid-play on the one-timer and finds the back of the net. That's a fourth line going out there and making skilled plays. I mean, it's not hitting, but it's skilled plays. And for me... That's the new identity of this Vegas Golden Knights team. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. 
the Golden Knights made plays early in the first period. Just talked about the Keegan Colasar goal. That put San Jose on their heels. If not for James Reimer being really good in that first period, it's probably 2 or 3 nothing Vegas. Then you have a little bit of adversity for the Golden Knights. San Jose scores early on in the second period, and yet the Vegas Golden Knights, when they need a play, when they need a line to jumpstart them, it's the misfits. In the second period, it was Riley Smith. In the third period, it was Riley Smith. And then Robin Leonard not called upon much, but he was really sharp, especially late in the game when San Jose had pulled Zach Sachenko for the extra attacker. And it all leads to the Golden Knights picking up a 3-1 victory against San Jose, the 11th straight win for Vegas over San Jose, and 500 career NHL wins for head coach Pete DeBoer. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-1. to The final score here from T-Mobile Arena. Vegas 30, 20, and 4, 64 points on the year. Third place currently in the Pacific Division. They've got their one point behind the LA Kings, six points back of the Calgary Flames. Calgary still has two games in hand on literally everybody. Um, and then you've got the Edmonton Oilers right behind the Vegas Golden Knights at 63 points. So again, it's a tight race atop the Pacific Division. It's going to be uncomfortable the remainder of the season, but for the Golden Knights, all you can do is play the games in front of you and control what you can control, and that's finding two points on a nightly basis. How do you do that? Well, I would argue the process. I would argue that how the Golden Knights play is more important right now in whether or not they get two points. Hockey is a game built on variance. Hockey is a game that simply, simply put, is built for good teams to maybe not get results when they deserve it. And yet, if you put yourself in a really good spot, if you play well, more often than not, you'll find the results. And sometimes you won't. Sometimes you'll have a couple of games where you play well, you get goalied, or you play well and it's a puck off of a skate that goes in and all of a sudden, you lose. But more often than not, if you're playing well, you're going to win hockey games. That's why I always say the process means more to me. How they play means more to me than what the final score is at the end of the night, because if they're playing well, more often than not, they're going to win. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. Um, 
I hope everyone's ready to talk about hitting. Nobody? Okay. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? <laughs> okay. Well, just because we got a out hit two to one, I'm not going to bring that up once again, and no one should do it tonight. This is not the night for that. Uh, we're a b- bunch of lower 48ers calling uh, the process, the process, the process. I'm mm-hmm. not sure which is correct, but either way, you you have a certainly a lot of truth in what you say. Now, it was a pedestrian win. It reminded me a lot of, say, Vancouver playing at home against the Kraken. And one team is decidedly better, but they're not that great. And right now, we're not that great. Now, will in, we get in what, there? In, in what regard? Well, we outplayed Colorado. Beautiful, beautiful job. Uh-huh. But we're just barely outplaying teams like San Jose twice this, in the this last wasn't, week. Mike, I, I disagree with you on, on this just barely outplaying them. The, the no, Golden did. Knights the Golden Knights dominated the San Jose Sharks tonight. And, well, we should, just as Vancouver should, not, should dominate the Kraken. I mean, uh, what I'm saying is we're not ready for prime time just yet with the quality of the lineup that, we, that Coach DeBorg and bless his heart, congratulations to him. Mm-hmm. But the, the lineup that he has to put out every night is not good enough to, for prime time. Now, it will get there, I hope. I really do. But when Leonard has to make 13 saves in five-on-five time, that's not a test of any kind. And the best news to come of the night, and I am optimistic to a fault, is the revival of the misfit line. That made me feel good and warm and fuzzy all over. I know it did you, too. Yeah, I mean, I thought the misfits had a really good game tonight, but the, the, the calling card for me is five high-danger chances in 60 minutes. Like well, as yes. as much as much as you want to talk about not ready for prime time, like if they defend like this, and and I get it, it's San Jose, but they did the same thing to Colorado, right? Like this is a team that, for most of the night, shut down a Nathan McKinnon that was coming into the game off of a performance in which he put fourteen shots on goal against the Winnipeg Jets. Like mm-hmm. this is a follow up performance in terms of how this team defended. And if they defend like this, they're going to beat teams that are built for primetime. And they always play well against those teams. Now, Thursday is a real test. Let's see how we do against a team that is probably going to contend for the Cup and in the East, without a doubt. Now, more importantly, what are we going to do Friday in a very important interdivision game? To me, mm-hmm. that's the true test of how we're, where we stand right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think that the Golden Knights are, are looking at this as a great opportunity to go on a run, right? So um, I, as far as who starts in goal, I think you go to Robin Leonard against the Boston Bruins. I, I, to the way that I see it, Laurent Brossois has shown you enough that you have trust, full confidence in him and his ability to go in, win you a hockey game, or, or at least give you a chance to win a hockey game against Anaheim. Um, so I, I wonder... Uh, what Pete DeBoer does with the goaltending, I would personally go with Robin Leonard against Boston, um, Lorraine Brossois against Anaheim, and I think that this Golden Knights team, if they can continue to defend the way that they did, and when they got into trouble earlier on in the year against Anaheim, it was a lack of defending. Um, I think that these games go a little bit differently, and you know, I, I, I don't think we're looking at 
six five five four games anymore for the Vegas Golden Knights. I think they understand what the identity needs to be. They're going to play to it, and uh, what we saw tonight is more or less what we're going to see the rest of the way. Well, and I want to point out that when a Pete DeBoer coached team, for at least in Las Vegas, is a more than two to one favorite. They win ninety percent of the time. In other words, Pete DeBoer, the five hundred win coach, takes care of business. That's the bottom line. Yep, Mike. Thank you for the call. Um, 702-876-1340 is the number. I, the San Jose Sharks are still an NHL hockey team. They still have twenty four wins on the year. Um, the Golden Knights effectively turned this game into a no-doubter, and maybe it wasn't the most exciting, and I get all that. I, I know goals, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and I like goals. I want to see goals. But the way this team needs to win hockey games, the way this team's going to have to play in the playoffs, you got a taste of that tonight. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Fernando. Hey, Fernando, how you doing? I'm doing good, Ryan. Um, it, uh, congrats to... Coach DeBoer on his 500th win, and um, that's that's a good milestone. Yeah. Um, I like the energy tonight. It was good. Um, we started off fast. Um, in the first period, we did some hitting there. We did some forechecking. Um, those shots on goal. I mean, we dominated that 31 to 17. And um, for Lerner being off for almost what three weeks, he did a pretty good job. And plus, our defense um, was top notch tonight. Didn't it? Nothing really go by, and that the um, Sharks come in into play there. And um, I believe there's 16 games this month. Yeah, and that's going to be tough. Hopefully, we can win 10 out of the 16 or better. I'm hoping, but um, we'll be okay on the on the rest of the way to the end of the season. And um, uh, that's about it. Thanks, partner. All right, thank you, Fernando, for the call. Um, yeah, 16 games in the month of March. Um, I, I think for the Golden Knights, February could not have finished fast enough because you get to turn the page, you get to get into a rhythm. And, you know, Fernando, I, I think, honestly, the players are, are really chomping at the bit for this. They're really, really excited to play every other day because I know it seems like a grind, and it is, and it will be, and probably sometime mid to late March or even early April – it's going to be a struggle because everyone's going to be in it. But I think for this Golden Knights team, based on what they they endured in not playing every other day in February, they're looking forward to it. They want this time to get themselves into a rhythm. Thank you for the call. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So, uh, before I forget, please wish Mrs. Wallace a happy birthday. Oh, um, yes, happy birthday, Mrs. Wallace. <laughs> um, so, I actually was at the game tonight with my son. Very exciting. Um, I love seeing those Sharks blues. <laughs> um, but I could not agree more with the three stars of the game tonight being the misfit line. They yeah. were on it. They got you know, produced two of the three goals, and I don't know the full statistic on it, but I'd have to say they were responsible for a lot of the shots on goal and attempts, and just they were on fire, and there were so many good opportunities that either uh, the San Jose goaltender was just able to snatch mm-hmm. or just, you know, barely missed or something, but they were putting pressure on every time yeah, you know what, Stephanie, thank you for the call. I, I, I thought the Misfits were phenomenal, and I thought they were really, really good. 
against Colorado. It, it, there's a lot of pressure on this line specifically to kind of be that shutdown line, that line that you effectively throw over the boards to take away the the ass the 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 threat of the opposition. They did a great job on Nathan McKinnon for the majority of the night, um, and I think that you you just kind of go right into this one with uh, with the Misfits and the San Jose Sharks. They they were fantastic offensively really dialed in tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights, but defensively very, very good too. Um, Puck was on their stick all night long. It was really hard for San Jose to generate anything against the Misfits. I, I think you're spot on. The the, the Jonathan Marshall, O'Reilly Smith, William Carlson line has, has really hit another gear over the last couple of games because they've been needed. And you see how important a player Jonathan Marcheseau is. He misses the game against Arizona. There's not much going in terms of, of that fire that you want to see from the Golden Knights. He's back in the lineup, and Vegas has played two incredibly inspired games in that span. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie number 2. Hey, Stephanie, how, number 2, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing tonight? Um, I'm good. Good. So I just want to give a big shout out to Keegan Colasar. You know, he uh, started the scoring the last time we played San Jose and he started the scoring this time. So good things from the fourth line. Yeah. You know what? You're you're spot on. I'm glad you brought that up because there's been kind of an idea over the last couple of days that the Golden Knights don't hit enough. And that's directly uh, tied in with their fourth line, or at least this iteration of their fourth line. And to be honest with you, I'm going to take all day long a fourth line that is going to score goals for you. So when you've got Keegan Colasar with six goals on the year and still 28 games to improve upon that total and Brett Howden with eight goals, um, I'm going to take a fourth line that puts the puck in the back of the net all day long. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, a goal over a hit any day of the week. And I'm really looking forward to March, actually, not just because it's my birthday and I'm going to the game on Sunday. Nice. But, you know, if you look at what we did last season when it was game, 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 two, three days in a row, we were able to build momentum. We were able to, you know, find our grooves, find our lines. And I think having that in this stretch of March and April, I think is going to bode really, really well for us, especially yeah, I, for the top line, mm-hmm, um, yeah. you know, Eichel, Stevenson, and Dodonoff, that, you know, giving them game time experience together can only lead to good things. Yeah, I, I could not agree with you more, Stephanie, and, and thank you for the call. I, I think that, if anything, that line needs time to gel. I, I still think that there's just kind of a chemistry issue right now. The, you could see Jack Eichel trying to figure out where Godanov's going to be, what Chandler Stevenson's going to do with the puck, and the only way to improve upon that, the only way to get that in sync, is to play more hockey games together. So, um, yeah, I think you're spot on. The amount of games that Vegas is going to play in the month of March and the month of April should help build that chemistry. And especially when you've got the Misfits going right now, you want to play as much as possible because the way they're feeling it, and as streaky as they can be, you want to bank on some of those goals going your fa- going in your favor and piling up some wins. That's what the Golden Knights need to do. 702-876-1340 is the number. Give me a call right now if you want to talk about hitting because it was such a hot-button issue for the Golden Knights over the last couple of days, or if you want to complain to me about the process, anything you want to talk about, it's your post-game show. 702-876-1340. See you post-game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-1. to Career win number 500 for head coach Pete DeBoer. Rob and Leonard back in the lineup. Gets himself a nice win. And the Golden Knights 30-20-4, 64 points on the year. Take on the Boston Bruins Thursday, 6 o'clock puck drop, 5 o'clock pregame show. All right, now that that's all the way all out of the way, let's get to your phone calls. Heading back out of the phone lines, let's bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? Well, I'm fine. First of all, happy birthday, Mrs. Wallace. You're a beautiful lady. She sure is. And now, I like Mike well enough, but I am pissed. I'm calling his ass out. Not only are we primetime, we're the entire 8 until 11 stretch. This damn season's not over yet, mm-hmm. and we've been down before, I believe. Uh, we started off when you just crap. We're going to be fine, mm-hmm. but we are by no means chopped liver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what, Rita, like, I'm, I'm right there with you, and, and you know, just because the San Jose Sharks are not a very good team doesn't mean that what the Golden Knights did tonight is any less impressive. They made the discrepancy in talent very apparent and, and at points difficult to watch. That, for me, is the Golden Knights' way of showing that they are back and that they're ready to, to improve and get better and move forward regardless of who's in the lineup. If they play to their system, if they play to their structure, more often than not, the Knights are going to look like this, and that's how you win hockey games. Well, that's true. They've got star players. They're an NHL team. they got a hurdle, you know, who we give our firstborn for, but unfortunately there's a cap. I mean, these are good players. It's not like we're playing some ECHL team or something. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Rita. Um, you know, I, I think you're spot on. It, it, this is this is what we've been waiting for all year for the Golden Knights. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know about you, but I've been waiting for this team to defend the way that the Golden Knights defend. And over the over the last two games, that is exactly what they did. So for me, uh, that's that's where I'm at. Golden Knights defend this way; they're going to win hockey games. Well, I think Hutton's sitting in real nice. I also like Calvin. I think they're working into a permanent spot. Maybe not, you know, the first in line, but I think they're going to fit real good when the playoffs come. Yeah, you know what? You're you're spot on, Rita. Thank you so much for the call. Um, You know, I, I, I think it's tough, right? Because I think what Mike's trying to say is, again, we can't really judge the Golden Knights because we know that this team's not healthy, we know that this team doesn't have the full complement of players that they expect to have. I, I get all that, but I'm more encouraged by what they were able to do with what they have in the lineup as opposed to the team they were playing against. So when you're able to get everybody dialed in on the right page and you play to your identity, and it's a no-doubter, you build on that, you grow with that, and you come back better than ever against the Boston Bruins on Thursday. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Oscar. Hey, Oscar, how you doing? Hey, how's it going every day? Uh, great. Okay, so one thing that I thought about today is like how the the pause, there's a bit, very big pause about like all these games that we're having like until like you know ran out recently. We're going to have all these back-to-back games. But the mm-hmm. pause, I think it has somewhat helped us. I know to a certain extent there's been a point where we have uh, is, is, is held us back because of the fact that, 
you know, we, we are not being in our groove and being able to play back-to-back games. But at the same time, this gave us a chance to be able to get Eichel healthy and get back in the line. And uh, so it's given us a chance to be able to give them to get more in a groove to get everybody in sync. So I see this positive as, our, as a, the good thing because it gets uh, Eichel uh, a chance to be able to get, get him up to speed as everybody else is. So because he's practicing with us when he couldn't be, I mean, you know, because he had the no, no hit jersey, but at this point, like he's able to get take those hits and practice, and I see it as a as a good thing to a certain extent because I he's going to be able to elevate our the Golden Knights to a, a higher level as where we need to be because the Knights, you know, the the DNA is that we're going to win, and I know we haven't been there yet, but Jack Eichel is going to get us there, and with the you know with these rests, it's going it's only helping him to be able to get more in sync with the rest of the team. Yeah, you know what, Oscar, I thank you for the call. I you know, I, I see it both ways. Like I I I look at the Golden Knights record in February and I can't help but think that the breaks, the extended breaks that they dealt with impacted how they were able to play and, and what their record indicated they were. Now that being said, what I do think is that the rest will have helped them when it gets into the, into the deeper parts of, of March and into April, because a lot of other teams didn't have those extra periods of rest. And I think that will help the Golden Knights as you move forward. Uh, but right now it, it's hard to look at kind of those breaks and what the Golden Knights did in February and in, in, you know, leaving points on the table and not think that that has hurt them in the short term. Maybe it ends up helping them in the long term, but right now I feel like it was a, a, a negative for the Vegas Golden Knights based on how they were playing going into the All-Star break. Uh, we're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Postgame Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, wrapping it up here. The Vegas Golden Knights defeats the San Jose Sharks, but it's a day that ends in why water is wet. It's 11 straight for the Vegas Golden Knights against San Jose, and at that point it just becomes one of those situations where you go into this one expecting the Golden Knights to win. However, they still had to go out and win. Um... And this was a game in which the Golden Knights made San Jose look worse than they are. And that is saying something based on how lackluster San Jose has been, especially in the games they played against the Golden Knights. Like, I'm seeing some thoughts on, well, I wanted the game to be more entertaining. Okay, well, you, you can't have 6-5 wins every single night. You, you just can't do it. You can't do it at this point of the season this is when you've got to be dialing everything in if you're the Vegas Golden Knights and we've been talking about defense all season long because uncharacteristically the Golden Knights have been giving up a high percentage of high danger chances against and they have been bailed out by great goaltending and so you get in tonight's game not many opportunities for Robin Leonard to have to steal the show, but solid when he needed to be, and that is the blueprint, right? The Golden Knights want to make games look like they did tonight. Exciting? 
Perhaps not. Though, again, I would argue, go back, rewatch the Riley Smith goal to make it 2-1. to one. If that doesn't bring you out of your seat, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. That all being said, the Golden Knights get two points. They're back in the win column, feeling good about their game. They've strung together two really solid defensive efforts, one against the best team in the league and one against the San Jose Sharks. So now you just got to continue to build upon it. You've got to bring the same type of energy, same type of game into Thursday night's action against the Boston Bruins. That's going to do it for me here on the Extended Post Game Show. Thanks to Jed Donaldson down here, making sure everything sounds good. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping me on the air. Uh, it's tempting, I know, but uh, thank you for keeping me on the air, Bobby. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post game show. I'm sad that no one wanted to talk about hitting tonight. It seemed to be such a big talking point after last game against Colorado. Uh, but I guess when you win, hitting doesn't matter. Weird. Very, very weird. Anyway, thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It is your post-game show. It is just not as much fun without you. We will talk to you on Thursday night. Have a great night, everybody. Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights post-game show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.